Strong men equal strong fathers, equal strong families, equals strong society. In today's episode, I'm going to give you 10 ways that you as a man can raise your standard in life. 10 ways that you can be the man God created you to be, lead yourself, lead your family, so you can lead your world. Let's get into it. This is Raising the Standard, leadership, mindset, and development for the ambitious Christian man. Identify, unlock, and access spiritual secrets and strategies grounded in biblical truth so you can run your race and maximize your impact and influence. It's time to lead yourself, your family, and your world. Let's get after it. Hey guys, I'm gonna get right into it today. I wanna equip you with 10 ways that you can raise your standard in life right now because as I mentioned, as I opened the show, I believe that strong men equal strong fathers. And if you have a strong father in place, the word father actually means foundation. You have the strong foundation for a family. And when a society and a culture is made up and comprised of strong families, that equals a strong culture, a strong society. Now, if we reverse the order, we see that if you take out a man, if a man abandons leadership, if a man abandons being a father and his family, that will have the reverse effect and you'll see a weak society, a weak culture. And unfortunately, that's what we are seeing in our present day society. Okay, guys, so I want to tell you this quick story that I recently shared over Memorial Day on all my social feeds and on my email list, and it got a strong response because it's a really strong story. So stay with me for a minute. I want to tell you about my great uncle, Aram. He joined the war, World War II effort in 1941. I always knew who he was and a little bit about his story because his Purple Heart, his wings, and his medals are hanging in my parents' house. He was a navigator in a Liberator B-24 during World War II. But I recently dug into his story to find a little bit more about my legacy, my lineage, and how this all connects together. And what I found shocked me. It's truly an incredible story. So my great uncle had a cousin that he really looked up to. His cousin's name was Charlie. The war was just starting around 1940, and Charlie was eager to get into the fight. He tried to join the Air Force, and he couldn't get in, so he went to Canada, and he joined the Royal Air Force in Canada. He became an aviator, and by 1941, Charlie was already flying missions deep into Hitler's fortress. On the return from one of his successful missions, his plane went down, and Charlie never made it back. When this happened, my Uncle Arm was only 19 years old. He was enrolled as a pre-law student in Boston University. He went to his parents, but the news of his cousin's death rocked him to his core. He was moved with motivation to take action and wanted to join the U.S. Air Force immediately so he could get into the fight. So my uncle went to his parents, which are my great-grandparents, and he tried desperately to convince them that he should join the Air Force. And of course, they weren't quick to give their approval because his cousin had just passed away. They didn't want to see another relative lost. They didn't want to lose their son in a war that was just starting over in Europe. But they could not dissuade him. Despite their pleading, my Uncle Aram's response was swift and it was definite. And here is his quote. What's the use? My cousin is dead. I've got to go where I can hit them the hardest. My Uncle Aram did join the U.S. Air Force, and he accomplished 10 tumultuous missions deep in enemy territory. He did not return from the 11th mission. And as I learned about this story, all I could keep thinking about was his quote. 
I've got to go where I can hit them the hardest. My uncle made it his mission to fly deep into enemy territory. He wanted to go right after the heart of the stronghold that was in Europe. If you take out Hitler's fortress, if you take out the command post for where World War II is being launched from, he knew he could do the most damage. And this got me thinking, where can I go where I can hit them the hardest? This quote has not left me. It's been sticking with me and I wanted to share it with you because right now there is a fight raging in our current society. I opened with saying that strong men equal strong fathers, equal strong families, equal a strong society. I'm not talking about a political war. I'm not talking about a nationalistic or a patriotic war. I'm talking about a war of our spiritual enemy that's been leveled against us as men, leveled against our culture, leveled against our society, leveled against our masculinity. So as I hear my uncle's voice and his quote saying, I have to go where I can hit them the hardest, I want to ask you men, will you do the same? And you might be thinking, well, how do I hit back the hardest? Be the man. By being the man God created you to be, by being the man God calls you to be, is how you hit back the hardest. I'm talking about the man that leads himself and the man that leads his family. This is the man that is raising the standard. So I want to give you 10 ways you can raise your standard right now. So number one, guys, obviously, I want you to know the Bible, the Word of God. Study the Word of God every day. Create a Bible study habit in your life. The Word is your weapon, and you must know it. You must be equipped. You must be a man who's skillful with the Word of God. Number two, biblical meditation. This is the bridge from knowing the Bible to praying. The Bible is unlike any other book. It's spiritual sustenance. It's spiritual nutrition. So as you read it, don't just read it from your head knowledge. Read it to internalize it, to digest it, and get the nourishment from it into your spiritual man. So this means have a meditation practice in your life where you meditate on scripture. That means you ruminate, you think about, you might write it out, repeat it, and memorize it. Number three, pray. We know the word of God tells us the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. That means it brings a result. It has a lot of impact in the realm of the spirit when a man prays with power. Number four, lead your family in faith. Guys, don't abandon your post as the head of your family. If you are married, if you have children, lead them in conversation, lead them in discussion. Go to church with them, attend a local church and be present and be there as an example of what a man does. You can also lead them in personal Bible study within your home and take advantage of every teachable and coachable moment that you get with your children to give them a lesson from the word of God, from your life and from your expertise, passing down hard earned lessons to the next generation. Number five, if you're single, prepare for marriage. Who is the man you must become to be ready for when you meet the woman, to be ready for when you meet the wife that God has for you, and also to be the father that you know you will be at one point? Spend time now cultivating the disciplines, the habits that you want to see in your life when you become the husband, when you become the father. Don't wait until the day of the wedding to start those habits. Start those habits and start preparing for the process right now. Number six. Invest time with your children individually. It's easy to be in the house when everyone's there and just to tune out. 
As men, we need to be intentional and purposeful in the way we meet our kids, the way we bond with them, the way we teach them, and the way we lead them. And for me, this means meeting with each one individually. Take your daughter out on a date. Spend individual time with your sons. Meet and connect with them each in their own individual way, in addition to meeting together and spending time as a family. Number seven, read and then think. Develop yourself as a leader, and this means reading books. This means reading books to develop skill sets, to develop your leadership capacity, and then taking the time to think those things through, develop your thoughts, your leadership philosophy, and put them into action. Number eight, work out and stay strong. Manage your energy. Be a man that's capable. Be a man that's capable of defending his family, of caring for them, of physically protecting them. And that means you must be honoring your temple and stewarding your physical capacity. Number nine, work hard, get promoted, and make money. Guys, one of the best ways you can advance in life, exhibit leadership, is being a leader on the job. Whether you're an entrepreneur building your own business or whether you're working for someone and you report into management. Wherever you find yourself today, be dedicated, be committed to getting ahead, to investing in yourself, to going above and beyond in everything you're called to do in your stewardship so you can get promoted, so you can increase your capacity to accumulate wealth and leave that legacy to your children's children. Number 10, volunteer, give, and be generous. Be an example as a family. Where can you volunteer with your family? Where can you volunteer with your kids? And if you can't do that, how can you exhibit generosity? Generosity through your giving, generosity through sponsoring a child or doing something through a hunger program or sending money to other families or children in need. I've been doing this with my kids for a number of years and it's a great way for them to connect with people that are struggling, that have need and to cultivate a generous attitude within them. And I'm gonna give you one more way as we close this out, my bonus number 11, have fun. Remember to laugh as a family, remember to bond, create experiences more than just accumulating more material stuff. The kids are never gonna remember all the stuff they were given, but they are going to remember the memories and the experiences that you share together. Make more memories, smile more, laugh, and have fun. Guys, there you have it. There are 10 ways plus the bonus, 11th way of how to raise your standard as a man. And when you put all of these together and you apply yourself in all of these areas, you will become a better man. You will become a better husband. You will become a better father and you will create better children. And that is what makes our society better. So how do you hit back the hardest? Be the man and raise the standard. Let's get after it. Hey guys, I got a quick announcement to make. If you feel that you're in the gap between where you are right now and where you're supposed to be in life, that place that God has promised you, that promised land that he has for you, then I want to invite you into the Unfair Advantage Challenge. It's an 11-day email training content that I've never shared on this platform before, and I'm doing this because I want to equip you and teach you how to access the unfair advantage that God gives all men who are walking with him. But here's the thing. Many men never access it. Many men never reach their promised land, and many men never reach their full potential. That's why I'm doing this. So go to accessyouradvantage.com, sign up for the training, and you will get equipped with the strategy, the mindset, and the tools so you can unlock and access the unfair advantage that God has for you. Let's get after it.